Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. There was a great teacher called Evan Roberts. Evan Roberts started the greatest revival that was in Wales. Mighty move, mighty revival. And then Evan Roberts began receiving gifts and receiving consolations, consolations. Oh, you must be so tired. Here is this gift. You must be so weary. Here is this gift to help you rest. And this person was always gearing him towards rest, gearing him towards rest. Then one day she gifted him with a vacation in her in her uh, retreat home. She said, Evan, you've been preaching for too long. Here is a free vacation in my retreat home. Go and rest and go and be there nonstop. Nonstop, go and be there. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take uh, a few days break. You know, first of all, you are, you are the one who really cares about the man of God. No one else cares about my rest. You are the one who cares about me. And Evan Roberts stopped preaching a revival meeting and went to rest. Church, there is nothing wrong with rest. There is nothing wrong with taking breaks. It's actually advisable. But when someone does not care as much for your calling, for your ministry, they're taking you off your seat of power. They're taking you off what you've been called to do. What you, they, be careful, be very careful. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So he ended up going and resting in this vacation home. Guess who showed up a few days later? Oh, yes. Oh, I just came to cook for you. And she cooked one meal, cooked a second meal, cooked a third meal. Do you know Evan Roberts stayed there for four years? Never preached again. Never went back on the pulpit. By the time he was breaking away from that bandage and that yoke, by the time he was breaking away from that yoke, he was trying to start something else in Wales, but the revival fire had died out. Now we thank God we serve a good God. He was able to do a few strong meetings and God was graceful, but it, it was over. I know of a minister, very strong, very strong. Uh, not, it wasn't a senior pastor or a pastor, but it was someone strong in the church mightily used by God in the church, not in the country, in this country, but outside the country. And someone just started gifting him, gifting him. Here is this, here is this, here is this, here is this. Then one day the gift landed when he was having trouble with his wife, having trouble with his wife. And instead of this good friend saying, 
hey, why don't you go work things out with your wife? She gifted him to get away from his wife. Here is, you know, maybe you just need a break. You just need to get away. Here is this. And the devil came in right there. The man goes to the coast. He goes to breathe out a little bit, air out a little bit. And sin came in. So church, be very careful that things, spirits are attached to things. Are you understanding? And it's both in the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. I have a prayer cloth that I use to pray, a prayer shawl. I have uh, things that represent the anointing to me. But I am not so attached to those things that if they, that if, if I ever sense something is not right, I'll not, I'll not get rid of them. It is, it is a method of warfare, gifting, that Trojan horse, those gifts, make sure you keep your spiritual IQ up. Amen. For men and women who are dating, men and women who are dating, do not, do not, and I know, I know it's hard. Don't get into relationships and the relationship is fresh and it's so full of gifts, 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 gifts. That thing will mess with your heart. It's going to mess with your heart. Are you hearing your pastor today? Just slow things down. Say, you know what? There'll be times for all this. Uh, it's okay to send something once in a while or special event, but be very, it's going to, it's biblical. It's biblical. Amen. It, it spiritually, it connects spiritually. So just slow things down and let it be, let it happen naturally. <laughs> word to the wise, word to the wise. And let me, let me say this, all my marriage advice, please don't go ask people who've been married by for five years, 10 years, if what pastor is saying is true. Ask someone who's been in it for 10 to 15 years. Because some of the things I say may sound some way. They may sound, oh, you know, I, my marriage is going to be different. That's the one I like. Oh, my marriage will be different. You and who? Are you, are you marrying? Are you marrying? <laughs> who are you? But as long as you're married on this earth, there are common problems on this earth. So just, just, just ask people who've been in it for long, and they'll tell you everything pastor says is true. Like the truth is this, the things that keep marriage is God and God alone. That's it. That's it. There is no, there is no formula. There is no method. It's God and God alone. That's it. That's it. And, and you, you have to choose. I always say this. You have to choose to love somebody for simple things. Don't be wrapped up in the big things they do. Find one thing that cannot be changed. I love you because you have two eyes. Glory to God. You're, you're, you're beautiful like that. That's it. Because everything else has seasons and moments. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go. Uh, yesterday, I had said that we are going, I said I'm going to give three points. And so let me give you those three points. Whenever you are under a spiritual attack, external spiritual attack, the devil is trying to oppress. Those are times of prayer and fasting. Hezekiah, Hezekiah was under a spiritual attack. The enemy was outside. 
trying to come in, trying to come in. And when that happened, the spiritual attack against Hezekiah, the only solution was prayer and fasting. Are we together? The only solution was prayer and fasting. If you want to identify a spirit, pray and fast. If you want to uh, flash out a demonic attack, pray and fast. If you want to identify Trojan horses and messengers of Satan, pray and fast. Pray and fast. That's it. That's it. Paul says that there was a messenger. There was a messenger from the devil. There was a messenger from the devil. A messenger of Satan that came to buffet. Came to buffet. What does the word buffet there mean? The word buffet there means there is the word buffet and there is the word resist. When the devil comes to buffet, it is that word buffet means boxing the air, boxing the air. Second Corinthians 12, 7, a messenger of Satan. Least I should be exalted above measure. Through the abundance of the revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this I, I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather, rather glory in my infirmities than the power of, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distress for the sake, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This buffeting is like, have you ever, have you ever, do they do this in America where someone draws a line and says, cross that line, you'll see, we'll fight. Or someone gets in your face. They don't touch you, they don't hit you, but they get in your face. That is buffeting. To buffet is to, it's not to push. To push is to resist. Pushing is resisting. Buffeting is trying to stop you without touching you. It's like there's always threats. There's always something. It's like trying to resist, resist and stop the gifts that are in you. Buffeting, buffeting. So when you are under attack from the devil and you are, you're going through these moments of attack, the devil begins by trying to resist you externally. What Paul was saying is there is a messenger and this messenger has been identified. This messenger, or we called it yesterday a Trojan horse, has been identified. But I have now taken this thing and turned it around to where my weakness is now strength. Are you understanding? 
my weakness has now become strength. There are things that happen in our lives sometimes that you cannot change. It's historic, it has happened, you're in it, but now you've been called to be a preacher. You cannot change that record. You cannot change that, that, that parent who didn't love you like they should have. You cannot change that emotional abuse. You cannot change those things. And sometimes while you're serving God, those things begin to bubble up and they begin to resist. Are you understanding what I'm saying? They begin to resist you. It's like uh, one of the things that women deal with is you, you got a divorce or you went through a divorce and it's like now you're trying to grow in ministry and that thing keeps coming up. It keeps, like, you can't change that. It's, 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 it's history, you know. It's, it's something that has happened, a messenger from Satan. You don't wish it happened. You're not happy it happened, but it's something that has happened. Or uh, another one is uh, someone becomes a preacher and they are not as, as, as learned as they would really want to be. There's something that stops them. And the devil always uses that as a button to resist you. What do we do, pastor? How do I take that and turn it around? The Bible says, turn your weakness into strength. It's time for you in prayer and fasting to tell God, you know what? Yes, it's true. This thing is true. But I come to you like Paul. I come to you like Paul. I rest upon you. I rest in God. I rest in Christ. Make sure you're writing these points down. I rest in Christ that when I am weak, then I am strong. When I am weak, then I am strong. Moses was a stammerer. When he was stammering, then he was strong. Uh, Noah didn't, Noah was not liked. Noah had no, had, 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 no, had no big engineering degree, but in his weakness, he became strong. Joseph, he was a dreamer and he couldn't keep it to himself, but somehow God still used Joseph and God still exalted him. So I declare unto you in the name of Jesus Christ, in every area of weakness, you receive strength in Jesus' name. In every area of weakness, you receive strength in Jesus' name. I put you in remembrance of Revelation chapter three, the church of Philadelphia, you have little strength. You have little strength, but in your little strength, you shall be victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. Any area that there is a Trojan horse, a mistake that you made, something that went wrong, an infirmity somewhere, a, a, a something that's going on. Today, in that weakness, I declare strength in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive strength in my weakness in Jesus' mighty name. I receive strength in my weakness in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Let us go and study a few more resisting spirits or spirits that are from without. Second Timothy chapter three, verse eight. Now, Jane, now as Janus and Jambres withheld, withstood Moses, so does these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. As Janis and Jambres resisted Moses, resisted Moses. As a prayer warrior, 
we must learn to pray against journeys and jambres. Journeys and jambres. Hear your pastor. While you're praying and fasting and overcoming the works of Satan, there are spirits that are attached by the devil to everyone's calling. Everybody's calling has them. Everybody's calling. And the sooner you identify them, the sooner you get victory over them. And these two spirits are Janis and Jambres. Janis and Jambres. Janis and Jambres. All right. Exodus chapter 7, verse 11. That is what we are going to pray against today. Janis and Jambres, the kingdom of darkness. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now the, now the musicians of Egypt, magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. Go to verse 12. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents, but Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. Uh-huh, verse 22. Verse 22. And the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them as the Lord has said. The magicians of Pharaoh. Moses has gone to free God's people. Hear me, hear me. Moses has walked into his promise or his purpose to free God's people. And God says, take your rod, and drop it down, and the rod turned into a serpent. And Janis and Jambres, Janis and Jambres also took their rod and dropped it and turned it into a serpent, trying to make what Moses was doing look like nothing. How do you identify Janis and Jambres? These are the spirits that say, Things like, we can do this without you. I could have done this anyway. These are spirits, especially pastors. You raise someone up in the spirit and you're about to launch them. And they begin to tell you, you never did anything for me. The problem is not the person. It is Janice and Jambres that is coming against your spiritual seed. Oh, I could have done this by myself. I could have done this on my own in, in a marriage. You never made me anything. It's like what you're doing is nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Janice and Jambres comes and the magicians tried to do exactly what Moses did. Oh, you have a snake. I have a snake too. You have money. I have money too. You have this. I have this too. Always trying to one up. Janice and Jambres is always after or against authority and submission. We'll never, Janice and Jambres, if you are in leadership or doing something in your life, or even in your family, and this spirit is in operation, they will never acknowledge your leadership. Never. 
The Bible says Pharaoh, verse 22, Pharaoh's heart was hardened because of his magicians. The magician saw it and Pharaoh saw what the magicians did and said, Moses, you, you ain't nobody. You wanna turn water into blood, my people can do it. You want to turn a, a stick into a snake, my people can do it. Are you understanding the teaching? So the Janis and Jambres are spirits that operate in seduction, seduction, seducing spirits. They also operate in covert rebellion, like hidden and undercover rebellion. The truth is Janis and Jambres does not want to see you succeed. The Bible says in, 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 in 2 Timothy 3.8, they resisted. They resisted the move of God. They resisted what God was doing in, in, uh, in, in Paul's life. They resisted the truth. They resisted the truth. And Janice and Jambres are also spirits that corrupt the mind. They corrupt the mind. You're like, man, how don't you see this? How don't you see this? Reprobate concerning the faith. Reprobate concerning the faith. I'm going to say something that I want you to hear what I'm saying. Don't assume what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. Janice and Jambres can also operate in children. You've raised a child, and then now they become a teenager. They become so rebellious that they begin attacking your faith. They begin coming against you and your faith. Be very careful. Pastor's children, pastor's children, oh, you're... You, you, it's always church. You never cared about us. And it's like in your face, attacking your God. They do not acknowledge what God has done. They don't acknowledge where God has brought the family from. They don't acknowledge the things that God has done. They are trying to make you as a minister or a servant of God feel like you're crazy for obeying God. How many of you understand what I'm saying? Janice and Jambres. Janice and Jambres have always tried to resist, resist God's people. Pastor, how do we overcome Janice and Jambres? Number one, you identify the spirit. So here are the three things. And this works for any spirit, any spirit. Number one, identify, identify, identify. Number two, you bind, you bind, you bind. When you bind a spirit, you tie it up in the spiritual realm. How do I bind? You bind a spirit by declaring, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. You don't bind a spirit with your thoughts. You speak it out. Speak it out. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you're in a place where you cannot pray, just whisper, Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Next, 
Next, you render the spirit powerless. I render you powerless. Render you powerless. You render the spirit powerless. Let me give you an example how to render spirit powerless. You say things like, all the powers from the pits of hell, I render you powerless. You are defeated on Calvary. The blood is against you. Satan, I put you under my feet. In other words, you shame that devil. You shame the devil. You let the devil know, devil, you're nothing. You're, you're, you're rubbish. You're under my feet. You're finished. You're gone in Jesus' mighty name. Render it powerless. You don't talk to the devil like the devil is an authority. You talk to him like a, a dog. A dog, a foolish dog. Umbuamuitu is what we call it. A dog of the street. You Sorry, I'm not saying if you have dogs and you keep dogs. Don't, don't, don't think pastor goes around kicking dogs. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying dogs obey authority. You understand? <laughs> this is America, y'all. Glory. <laughs> pastor said, I talked to the devil like my dog and somebody loves their dog. <laughs> no, I mean authority. If you've ever kept hunting dogs, you know what I mean. If you've ever if you've ever trained dogs, uh, if you've ever trained dogs, you know what I mean. You you talk to them with authority, like I am your senior, or even horses. You've got to teach horses with authority. You understand? So <laughs> so you talk with authority, and you bind you bind you bring it under subjection. Next. While you're binding, you bring it under subjection, under subjection of the name of Christ. Then, now here is where I've seen some Christians uh, leave this one out. You see somebody is praying, even in intercessory prayer, and they say, Satan, I bind you. And then after saying, Satan, I bind you, or demonic spirit, I bind you, you go past it and move to speaking in tongues, or move to something else. So what you have in the spiritual realm is a bound devil sitting there. Just wondering now, what do I do? You bound me, you locked me up, now what? The Bible says that the island of Gadara, the demon spirit said to Jesus, don't cast us away from this region. Cast us into the pigs. Once the devil has been defeated, the devil is looking for the next place to go. It's look, the devil does not want, the, the devils are looking for the next place to go. So after you bind, after you render them powerless, you cast them out. Out. I cast you out of my children, out of my job, out of my family, out of my destiny, out of my life. Amen. Church, oh, I want to say something to help your prayer life. You're, you're never, go, you're not right now, until Jesus returns, you're not going to destroy the devil. You're not. You're not. That's why you must be a strong prayer warrior and stay connected to a church that prays. We are always going to be at war until the return of Jesus Christ. 
So these, these prayers of Satan, I destroy you. Satan looks and says, oh, you'll destroy me when my time is coming, but it's not now. What you do is cast the devil out. Out. Out into the dry places. Out into the wickedness. Out into utter darkness. Devil, I don't care where you go, but you're not in my home. You're not in my city. You're not in my life. Get out. Are you understanding? If you want to go trouble someone else, go do it in China or somewhere out there. Somewhere else, not, not in my house. Are you understanding? Please. The Bible says that the devil will be tormented at the right time. And you can threaten the devil with that. You can threaten the devil and say, you'll be tormented. You'll be tormented. Get out. Get out. You'll be tormented. And the devil will go. The devil will go. Are you understanding? So when you're casting out devils, and commanding the spirit to leave. You have identified, you've bound them, and you've cast them out. The next thing you do is resist. After you've cast out the devil, now you can speak in tongues. You can begin to welcome the spirit. You can begin to manifest God. You can begin to receive the glory and tell the devil you're returning no more. You're returning no more. You're returning no more in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Janice and Jambres are spirits that try to stop you. And you must continue doing what God has called you to do. But you do it as you're fighting. Are you understanding? We have talked about the Trojan horse. And we've talked about Janice and Jambres that resist. Have you <clears throat> received something to help you with your warfare? in prayer. Amen. Let's lift up our voice for a few moments as we close today's call. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we take spiritual authority right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every resisting spirit, the Janis and Jambres that raise up against your calling, raise up against your business, raise up against your life, these false gods and these gods with a small g that try to show they are also powerful, that try to manifest their power. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke them in Jesus' name. We bind every unclean spirit. We bind every work of Satan. We bind every work of the devil. Every Janis and Jambres, Satan, we bind you. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we render you powerless. For the Bible declares that it's been given a name that's above every other name. So Satan, we render you powerless. Powerless in our family. Powerless in our calling. Powerless in our destiny. Powerless in every area of our life. We render you powerless in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we declare right now, that Satan, you and your wicked claws, you and your wicked words, you and your wicked dealings, you shall not be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. We put you where you belong, under our feet, under our feet, and we stamp on you, devil, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We stamp on you in Jesus' mighty name. And right now we cast you out, out of our destiny, out of our life, 
out of our children, out of our calling, out of our authority, out of our place of power, out of our business, out of our family, out of our hands, out of our finances, out of everything that's called by our names, out in the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, we rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. And right now we receive the fullness of the Holy Ghost. We receive the fullness of power from heaven. We rebuild the walls. We rebuild the hedge. We rebuild the areas of protection in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That the Son of the living God will be glorified in everything that we do. In Jesus' mighty name, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Lord. We thank you, God. It is so. We walk in divine freedom, oh, Father. Father, we walk in divine release, Father. And every spirit that resisted us before no longer resists us from this point forth. In Jesus' name, we stand in victory. We stand in victory. We stand in freedom. In Jesus' name, come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We give God glory. We give God glory. We give God glory. We give God glory. Take those notes. Begin to read those notes. Pray those notes. We are we are given we are give, being given strategic tools in order to conquer every enemy that has tried to come against our lives and against our families. And we thank the Lord for victory in Jesus' name. Come on, put those hands together and bless Him. Bless Him. Bless Him. Bless Him. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.